Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello and welcome to September and to the final independent travel podcast of the week with me, Simon Calder. I'm at London Euston Station again. Yes, it does feel very much like Groundhog Day because here we are, I count the 16th month since national rail strikes began in the summer of 2022 and they are still going on. And just to remind you exactly what we are expecting to see over the next um, 48 hours, two days of national rail strikes. Today, train drivers belonging to the Aslev Union are walking out. Tomorrow, it's the turn of the RMT, the main rail union. Parallel disputes on pay, jobs and working arrangements. And the result today is that, well, I'm looking up at the departure board now. You can go anywhere you want to as long as it's Watford Junction in Hertfordshire. The normal uh, West Coast mainline services to the West Midlands, North West England, North Wales, Scotland are not departing today. There will be some services tomorrow because the train drivers strike actually has more of an effect than the uh, disputes involving RMT members and overall today I'd say roughly 90% of train services are wiped out across England tomorrow it'll be more like 50% because well bluntly if you look at an operator like Greater Anglia running from London Liverpool Street to Southend to Colchester Ipswich Norwich and Stansted Airport they are driver only operated trains therefore if the RMT goes on strike it has less of an impact if the train drivers go on strike it has a comprehensive impact and stops pretty much everything so how far are the two sides well no formal talks have taken apart taken place since april the unions i think are banking on rail being too important to fail and they believe that ultimately the government will cave into their demands I've been speaking to Mick Whelan, the General Secretary of the ASLEF Trade Union. It's basically a land grab for terms and conditions right across the board for a 20% pay cut, and that isn't going to happen. And the reality is, we talked to the companies, didn't really know what they wanted, but then they wanted everything for nothing. And, you know, and let's look at the, the, you know, the footfall figures have come back. We're running over 90% and a weekend someplace over 104% or great footfall we had before. So that's not true either. So the railway has recovered. We never had enough capacity before that. Um, and we don't have enough capacity now. I'd much rather be talking to you about how we grow our capacity having a green railway. But the fact is that we actually had for five years without a pay rise. This is going to go on till the government give us a resolution. There's a big difference, though, I think, between the rail strikes in the 1980s when the country ground to a halt and the issues in the 21st century when actually most people can get by even if union members walk out 
only a minority of people rely on rail. The economy doesn't really rely on it that much. Um, and the people, passengers, can um, find workarounds. They can stay in Woking instead of commuting to Waterloo. They can take buses, coaches, drive. They could even fly. And I was interested to see that the uh, cheapest flight this morning on British Airways from Newcastle to London was £655 one way. And the government, I think, believes that uh, many rail workers, having lost thousands of pounds by taking industrial action with no obvious benefit, will trickle back to work. And I think that will most certainly happen with the RMT union. I'm expecting to see some movement on that pretty soon. For the train drivers, though, it's a rather different story. They have an average earning uh, without overtime of £60,000 a year. They can sustain the effects of long-term industrial action more easily than workers who are earning rather less. And as we heard from Mick Whelan, they are prepared to strike for as long as it takes. And I think that is going to be the story of the autumn, maybe even going into the winter. And, well, if you're a train traveller like me, all you can do is look for those alternatives. If it's a really important journey, of course, do not bank on there being a train if you are booking for more than two weeks ahead because the current rules mean that they have to give notice of at least two weeks before taking strike action. I wish I could be more optimistic, but, uh, well, very sadly, this, about this time last year, I was sure it would all be over by Christmas. The question now is, which Christmas? Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you again on Monday. Hope you have a good weekend, and if you are trying to travel by train, good luck, and do check before you go to the station. Goodbye. Goodbye.